0: Jeff, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Trisha.
0: Well, happy Friday, folks. Today we are going to be talking about our brand new guide that looks at um, the Super Bowl and how we can make sure that we're taking advantage of this big moment. Lots of students, lots of parents and caretakers likely talking about it. So we have a brand new free guide that leverages, you know, really just the huge weight of this moment and looks at a few different key learning opportunities there might be. Before we talk about that, Jeff, do you want to let us know, like, what is your go-to Super Bowl snack? Are you going to be watching the game this weekend? I'm hoping to catch the game this weekend.
1: Yeah, we're, uh, we actually have to go lay flooring at one of our properties. Uh, So we'll see, but I might have it on in the background and try to do it. Usually we do have a, a, a big Super Bowl. I'm a huge nachos person. I love my nachos. Uh, A good salsa dip is also good. Uh, Those are probably my go-to snacks uh, for the Super Bowl. How about you?
0: I am with you. Yes. I am also a nachos person and I love guacamole. So for me, guacamole. like the nachos are just really like a vehicle for the guacamole. I could probably just yeah. eat that with a spoon, but yeah, I'm not sure if I will tune in, you know, Jeff moving from Pacific standard time means I have to stay up so much later. It's I so, true. I, so I don't know We'll we will see, but, um, <laughs> Regardless of whether or not I watch it, you almost cannot escape the conversation that happens around the advertisements. It's already happening now. Um, and, And that's really where our free guide kind of focuses in because the Super Bowl is one of those rare moments. So many people are watching the same thing at the same time with the rise and fracturing of different TV and film streaming services It's really hard for me to think of any other example where so many people I know will be tuned into the exact same thing at the exact same moment. And Jeff, on my other podcast, Be a Better Ally, I recently was talking to co-founder of OutSports and award-winning sports journalist, Sid Ziegler. And he actually told me that um, in the US, his view is that the NFL is the biggest driver for sports out of all of the leagues. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, tell me more about that. And he shared research with me. Listeners, I'll make sure that this link is over there in the show notes, that the NFL actually accounts for 82 out of the 100 most watched US TV broadcasts from 2022. 82 out of 100.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: It's unbelievable. So for me, the question then becomes, how do we use that hugely influential moment in popular culture? To kick off some great learning, um, you know, there's three questions that really come to mind for me. Are our students able to be savvy, sophisticated consumers of commercials? Do they have a framework to work through? Jeff, you and I are big believers that structures, frameworks, you know, they they really do give us a great entry point. And do our students understand the strategy behind these campaigns? You know, more research that we'll include in the show notes. It looks at how these commercial. Commercials aren't just you know on our minds until that final down, but it's really a month long spike that there's conversation that's happening around them, and that's really significant in a world that moves at the pace you know that our news cycles do now. So we wanted to take advantage of the big game and the conversation that's going to be about it. And again, we've bundled together three ideas for our brand new free guide. Listeners, again, you can head to the show notes to get the free guide. It's uh, it's going to help us again dig into some media literacy, also think about data visualization. So Jeff, do you want to talk a little bit about maybe one of the resources from that free guide?
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, to your point, this this is a critical point in the year when we can have these great media literacy conversations uh, with our students and it's built into American culture. You know, it's just it's sitting here and you don't even have to like football to know that these ads are there and there's all the hype around the ads. In fact, I've got friends that don't like football, but they just watch it for the commercials. And we talk more about the commercials than we do the actual football game. Uh, But I want to share the one thing out of the guide that uh, I think is really impactful. But before I do that, just a couple quick announcements Uh, for those of you who are here in the Pacific Northwest or if you are outside of the Pacific Northwest, and you are looking, uh, to go to a conference, the NCCE conference is taking place here in the state of Washington. It'll be down in Tacoma this year at the Tacoma convention center. That is March 21st through 23rd. Uh, if you are anywhere here in the Pacific Northwest, it's a fantastic conference to go and meet others and get to see what is the latest talk about, uh, ed tech in our region. You can, uh, I will be doing six sessions there. In fact, just last week they reached out and said, "Hey, can you do two sessions on ChatGPT?" Because it kind of came out of nowhere. And so uh, I will be doing two sessions uh, on ChatGPT, as well as media literacy session, and uh, some other sessions on professional development as well. So uh, some other great speakers are there. Uh, Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski is our open is the opening keynote. We've got some great featured speakers. Uh, There's a couple of half day summits if you're a teacher librarian or social emotional learnings on your, on your, uh, your radar for your school district, those are there as well. Uh, But just a a great conference. I just really wanted to highlight it. And being a Shifting Schools listener, you can actually save $50 uh, by using the promo code that is in our show notes. So you're going to have to go down to the show notes. I'm not going to say it on air. You've got to go down to the show notes and find that discount code. And if you want to, you can save 50 bucks, even from the early bird uh, special, which I think ends next week. Uh, So if you're not going, please think about going. If you want to fly in, uh, we've got people all the way from Wyoming and Montana that come. It's kind of the big conference up here in the Pacific Northwest. So we always love to have a lot of people. And if you do come, please do come say hi to me. I always love when people are like, this is the Shifty Schools Podcast. It always makes me feel good. Uh, Trisha, you have another announcement to make, too.
0: I do. Yeah, you know, for folks who are you're thinking about your career, you're thinking about you know, just potential new pathways that maybe you want to carve out, we've got some pretty big news. The Commission on International Education at the New England Association of Schools and Colleges, usually referred to again as NEASC, is excited to announce they're actively looking to fill several positions including an international accreditation leader. It's a contracted position. It's going to help schools using what they call their collaborative learning protocol, the CLP, which is a unified accreditation protocol that's been developed in partnership with the International Baccalaureate. At NEASC, the schools they serve represent many different communities, languages, and perspectives, and at the core of their work is a deep respect for the unique culture of each. They believe a sense of belonging is foundational for effective learning and thus encourage Individuals from varied backgrounds who embrace diversity to apply. So if you or maybe somebody you know, you're you're listening to that and you're thinking, I know, I know who should look into this further, um, you know, have them check out the NEASC website. That's www.neasc.org forward slash careers. All of the details are there, and we will be sure to include that link. In the show notes. So great opportunity, actually, opportunities that are looking yeah. for a few different positions. So, Jeff, back to our conversation, putting you on the spot, our new free guide of the different sort of learning opportunities related to the Super Bowl. Which is the one that you're excited about?
1: So, I think the one, and Tricia, you sent this over, and I was looking through the guide. And this one just popped out at me and I, and maybe it's because, you know, I come from the elementary side of things where you're on the high school side of things, but I could totally see having this conversation with students and that is using the brass framework. And again, you know, I love to structure learning with students, highly structured, loosely organized is how I, is the framework that I'm constantly working through, but the brass framework, I think really allows us to explore what are these advertisements saying? And again, you can use this. What a great time of year. You can start using this with your Super Bowl ads, but you can also have kids use this exact same thing when they're scrolling through their Instagram or they're finding uh, ads on YouTube. But the brass kind of breaks it down and asks us some different questions. So the first question is, does this advertisement break or buoy the stereotypical narrative related to the topic? And I love that. Like, Does it break the narrative? What, what are they trying to convey here? Or who is represented and why? And I, I love looking at those because there's so many times, and Trisha, I'm sure you've seen this too, where an ad comes on the Super Bowl and after the ad's over, you're like, that was a truck commercial. <laughs> How <laughs> was that a truck commercial? Right, it's breaking those ideas of what we believe. The the A then stands for assumptions. Right, what assumptions are made about the audience? And I love that. Uh, what are what are what is the person who created this ad? What are they assuming about me, my state, where it's at, maybe even where it's at in the ball game? Uh, we even know that the ads cost different based on where they are uh, in in the ball game itself. Um, the next one is the first S is strategies, which strategies are engaged here and how effective are they? I love that. What strategies are they getting us to go out and buy or remember their product? A lot of times that's a jingle. Uh, I know that there's ads from, you know, uh, Super Bowls of the past that literally weeks later, everybody is still singing the little jingle that was behind, you know, behind the, uh, the ad itself. And the last, ad, that last S is significant what about the context is significant to think about in connection with us how does this relate to me so that is the brass framework and again you know thank you to youtube and video you know this is coming out on friday the big game is on sunday if you don't have time to download this and do it friday before the big game all these all of the commercials are going to be uploaded on youtube if they're not there already uh, and you could have your kids go in afterwards and so even if students don't watch the super bowl You can still take the advertisements and just the energy around it and have these conversations with your students. There's so many great uh, Super Bowl ads. Uh, And again, if you can't find one from this Super Bowl that you feel is appropriate, you can find them from, I mean, almost every Super Bowl going back uh, to some of the early ones. I mean, I remember still. You know, when dot com, before the big dot com boom of like 2000, 2001, I swear every commercial was about technology. There were some, you know, pets.com was doing their thing and (laughs) Amazon had some early commercials. I mean, there's some really great stuff that you could even go back and, and look at. Okay, let's look at the Amazon commercial from 2001. Let's look at the Amazon commercial from 2023. And take those two through the brass framework and talk about, okay, well, what what have we noticed about this company? What's the messaging that has changed? And again, the idea here is this media literacy of we can start with this because it's here in front of us. But then we help students apply this. Maybe in middle school, high school, we started allowing and helping kids apply this. Like, well, let's look into your social media. When you're scrolling through Instagram, let's use the brass framework to look at what is actually being put in front of me. And the thing now is Trisha's thank you for creating again, another amazing free guide. I'm already thinking about this framework for Sunday. I'm already thinking like, Oh, I need to be looking at What what is the assumption they're making about me as a viewer right now? And I'm already starting to have these questions kind of going through my head. So, uh, so cool. Thanks again for, for making this free guide for everyone. Uh, But even for me, like I'm already thinking differently about the way I'm going to be watching these ads. So I appreciate that.
0: Well, you know, for me that I I like that you use the word everyone, the power I think is also, you know, to your point teachers who are listening Friday, you might not have time to put this into action. What you might actually do is send it home to families and say, Hey, Great you know, again. we're going to talk about this next week. If you're watching the game together, because I think that conversation that can happen with parents, caretakers and their kids around commercials can be really powerful. So comparing, you know, what did your family think about? Like, yeah. Which commercial even kind of sparked the most conversation? Um, because I I I do think actually it's next week, as you were saying, that, you know, people are kind of talking about which one was the most memorable. Um, they do get uploaded, of course, to YouTube. There's already, you know, the new thing that's been happening, uh, I think this is maybe the past two years, is there's teaser trailers. Yeah, YouTube, they leak them. Right? <laughs> they leak like, you know, the first 30 seconds, or they give yeah. you a, a a kind of a preview. And so, you know, looking at the one that maybe had the best trailer yeah. or, you know, because these 30 second spots, we're talking about millions of dollars that brands yeah. invest. There's a very coordinated strategy, right? So you're going to see a lot of celebrities, a lot of famous folks in these commercials. They're also sharing out to their networks. So um, I, I think again, that conversation is going to be ongoing. And for me, that's also where the data visual uh, visualization mm. piece kind of plays off because I think it could be really interesting to break down what is a brand investing yeah, and what's actually the value that they are getting back. Um, and uh, you know, we had a great conversation with Gabrielle Moritz. This is episode 226, where she reminded us that a data visualization, it doesn't have to be super sophisticated, done with you know, really expensive apps on your computer, she sees the value in doing things by hand. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could see a really interesting project in students actually mapping out who was involved in that campaign, which one's going to get the most views, clicks, likes, reshares by the end of February. Can you look at the data that's there right now? Um, You know, look at the different celebrities that are in that commercial, check out their... Followers, I could see a math class kind of going deep with that and seeing how did that brand know that in their minds it was worth spending right. that much money just for 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it's just such you know it's one of those it's just one of those moments in time where we've got a captive audience. Our kids are captivated, uh, even if they don't watch football. Again, you don't have to like the game of football or the sport of football uh, to be able to take advantage of the ads and the advertisements. And just getting kids thinking about media literacy and the literacy that is put in front of them. All the time, every day. Uh, And I think that to me is the critical piece. And we've got, when you, you know, how do we use, I, I always like when I'm talking with teachers, how do we use their culture against them? And what a great way to use their culture, the world that they're growing up in against them. The other thing I was thinking about, Trisha, as you were talking too, is, you know, sending, I didn't even think about if you can get this downloaded in time and send it home for the weekend, with parents, most people, not everyone, but most of us now have the ability to pause the game in the middle or start it later. So, you know, this is probably the only game where you don't fast forward through the ads, but you can maybe do the opposite thing as a parent. You can pause at the end of the ad and actually have a conversation and say, what do we think about that ad? What what did you notice? And you can use any of these frameworks or, or other ideas in the free guide to have that conversation and then unpause and watch the next ad. You know, and there's, there's this thing between seeing an ad for the first time And then watching it for like the third or fourth time afterwards, where you notice small little details or different changes that might've happened. So, so many great ways to use this. uh, When we're talking about media literacy today, um, take advantage of it, whatever that means for you, for your kids, for your classrooms, take advantage of the opportunity that's sitting here. And we hope that this free guide that Trisha has created for you uh, helps to just uh, helps to structure that for you in, in a little different way.
0: And we would love to hear folks, if you, if you use this, if you use the brass framework, we'd love to hear how those conversations are going in the classrooms or what feedback you get from families. So you can reach out to Jeff and I anytime that is info at shiftingschools.com. The link to this free guide will be over there in the show notes. Um, again, I think that brass framework, great conversation piece for families and Jeff, you know, to your point, the more we use it, Eventually, what we hope happens is students don't need the visual in front of them, right? right. They see a commercial and they have a framework that it's like that muscle memory piece. It comes back to them and they're critical consumers of of this content because, you know, you and I grew up in a much different media ecosystem, right? We didn't have brands with the influence that they had literally on a device in our pockets. And so our students really need that extra layer of support like nachos, right? They need more cheese and and olives and avocado, all that kind of stuff in there.
1: I love that. So you can can find a a link to that free guide down in the show notes, or of course you can always go to shiftingschools.com, click on free guides up in the menu, also, check out our offers over on the offers page. You can find that under the podcast link to see all of our show sponsors and the different offers, including the two that we mentioned today. Uh, they will have make sure that all the links are over there as well. Trisha, Jeff, thank before, you. Before
0: yeah. we say goodbye, I just realized, you know, we should let folks know next week's Off the Cuff. The topic is one that was voted on by our newsletter oh, subscribers. that's right. So that's something that we're going to do a lot more often is, again, listeners, your take on things is super important to us. We love hearing from you. So if you're a podcast listener, but you're not yet a newsletter subscriber, you might want to head to ShiftingSchools.com. Sign up so that you can vote on what we will chat about on our next Off the Cuff.
1: There you go. I love it. Thanks, Trisha. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, we'll see you on the network.